0: Welcome to Live with the Pricing Lady. I'm Janine, your hostess. This show is all about helping you build a sustainably profitable business while making an unbelievable impact on your world. Learn from my 20 years of experience and from my guests as we discuss their pricing challenges, failures, and successes. Pricing is a way of being or behaving in your business. My mission is to help you confidently charge for the value you deliver. Pricing is either hurting or helping your business. Let's make sure it's helping you reach your dreams. In this episode of Live with the Pricing Lady, I talk about 12 questions to ask yourself when pricing your offer. When it comes to setting prices, most people don't go too far beyond thinking about how much does it cost me to do this and what is everybody else charging? But there are many questions you should and could be asking yourself if you only knew them. So in this episode, I share with you 12 of the most important. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Welcome to this episode of Live with the Pricing Lady. I'm Janine, your hostess. It's such a pleasure to have you here with me in this episode, a solo cast episode, we're going to be talking about 12 questions to ask yourself when pricing your offer. Now, you might think that this is pretty easy for me, but I got to tell you, when I started writing down questions, there were a lot more than 12, but I didn't want to overwhelm you at the start. So let's just cap it at 12 for now to get those creative juices flowing and to get you started. If you follow me, then you will know what the very first question is going to be, because you probably heard me say it 101,001 times at least. So the first question you want to ask yourself is, who's my target customer? Now I know some of you may think, well, why is that the first question? Wouldn't my first question be related to my offer? And I always think the customers should come even before that because too often people are out there making assumptions about what their customers want, developing offers that then don't suit the market. And this is actually one of the number one reasons why businesses fail. So we want to make sure that you understand those customers so that you can bring the right solutions to them that they're going to be absolutely willing to pay for. So question number one is who's the target customer? Question number two, what's the problem the customer is seeking to solve or the transformation they want to achieve, right? So depending on your type of business, this could be different. And let me be clear about something. These questions are relevant, whether you have a product, a service or a software or some combination thereof. So you want to understand what they are looking to get help with. And then once you understand that, then you can start to think about the next question. And the third question is then how can I help them solve that problem or achieve that goal? Now I've run into this with many clients of mine over the years that they were struggling to sell and the reason was there was another problem in the way before they could actually sell what they wanted. And if they found a way to help the customer solve the first problem, they would then be the first people in line to help them solve the problem they really wanted to solve in the first place. So again, by understanding your customer, then you can bring the right offers and solutions to them at the right time and make that sale or make that connection with them. Question number four what are they willing to pay to solve that problem? And then what are they willing to pay for your solution to that problem? So I'm putting this as one question, even though it's kind of two, but they're related to willingness to pay and understanding your customer's willingness to pay is going to give you a lot of insight into what to charge. Now, just because somebody's willing to pay something doesn't mean that is profitable for your business or that you should even charge that much because maybe not everybody is willing to pay that much. So of course, you have to take that information around willingness to pay and put it in the context of other potential price points. Question number five, what's the economic value of my offer? And have I given people enough reason to pay more? So value is what they're going to get out of it, and economic value is quantifying that. Too often people will talk about value in loosey-goosey terms, but when I ask them to quantify about the value, they get really squirmy because they don't quite know how to go about quantifying that economic value. But when you do understand, if you understand that your offer has the potential over the next year to bring your client $10,000 and you're only charging $2,750, it puts your offer into context. You know that they have a fairly good chance of getting a return on their investment in a reasonable time. It makes you feel more confident in what you're offering. If you can quantify the economic value of your offer then you're going to have a much easier time setting the right prices and then communicating that so that people will be willing to pay it. Question number six, what alternative solutions are there available to them, both direct and indirect, and at what prices? As you can imagine, this has to do with the competition. Now, one thing that I should point out here is most of us think in terms of who are our direct competitors. Direct competitors are people who are solving the same problem in the same way. Whereas often, indirect competition can actually be a bigger competitor. These are your competitors who are trying to solve the same problem, but doing it in a different way you might think of a direct competitor let's say you're selling automobiles so automobile is the direct competitor other automobile manufacturers but another way to solve your transportation problem is a bike (laughs) depending on the distance of course they could be an indirect competitor right or you might think of bicycles and mopeds right So don't forget to consider those indirect customers. And then of course, look at the pricing that is attached to offers from both your indirect competition. Question number seven, what else is competing for the customer's money in this area? This is going one step further than indirect competition, but most people have a finite amount of cash in their pocket or in their bank account, right? And when it comes to certain expenditures, maybe if it's a business, they have budgets and they have a certain amount of money to spend, for example, for leadership training. Well, what else is competing for that money? Maybe they have a health program for employees as well, but all of the leadership training and the health program offers that they have come out of the same budget. So there you are again, they're actually maybe solving two different problems, but they're competing for the same money. This can happen in business to business situations, this can happen in business to consumer, basically can happen anywhere. So it's a good idea to have a think about what else might be competing for that money because then you may be able to find ways to manage or deal with that or address those. Number eight. Who will be deciding what to purchase and how much to spend? And how is that buying decision made? I think, and so it's important in the context of your business to understand that. Now, if you're selling B to C and nobody else is involved in the conversation, then it's relatively straightforward. But if you're doing, even if you're selling B to C, but maybe it's a husband and wife situation or a partner situation where there's more than one person involved the decision, that can be very important for you because they may have a lot of influence over what is purchased. When you understand who's making that decision and how that decision is made, then you can factor that into your own conversations around pricing and or how you, or what prices you offer how you offer them and what you offer let's see question number nine how do they want to buy it now this may seem like a funny question but in fact people like to purchase things in different ways and depending on your market or the segment that you're going after there may be different ways in which people want to pay so they can pay different payment plans the process of paying can be different. They can come in. They can send it via e-banking. It could also be, you know, do they pay monthly? Do they pay yearly? And those things may actually influence the price that you set. So it's good to have thought about that in advance as well. Let's see, question number 10, we're almost to the end here, ladies and gentlemen. What will it cost to run the business and deliver the offer? So this goes into the cost basis. Of course, one of the things, and we'll get to this in a moment, you're gonna to have to check your profitability, But in order to do that, you have to understand the cost for you to run and run the business and deliver what you deliver to your customers. If you don't think about that, then it's very hard, almost impossible for you to come up with a price that will lead to a profitable business. You have to take a look at that. You have to be able to do those calculations or at least have somebody do it for you so that you can understand that better. Question number 11. How much do I think I can sell on a regular basis? This is a question that has to do with how much volume you can bring in. Now, if you follow me or if you've been to one of my web classes, you know that there are only four profit levers in any business any business, doesn't matter. There is price, there is volume, there is fixed costs, and there is variable costs or there are variable costs, right? So volume is one of them. You need to make estimates about how much you think you can sell. Then you need to go out there and try and do it. But when you do those simulations or make those calculations around profitability, you're going to have to understand what is realistically achievable for you to sell because that will be part of that profit calculation. So it should be of absolutely, positively, no surprise that question number 12 is, at what price can I be reasonably and sustainably profitable? So here's a tip for you, because this is a mistake that a lot of businesses make. I even had this conversation with a client this morning. The approach was, well I just need to cover my costs right now and so I'll set the price based on covering my costs. But that is the wrong approach. You actually wanna set your prices based on having a profitable business. You don't have to be exceedingly profitable if that's not your goal. But you need to be reasonably profitable because your profit is the fuel that drives the engine of your business. So please, please, please When you come to setting your prices, you want to look at how you can be reasonably profitable up front so you can get that engine running in your business and build that sustainable profitability. Tactically, you can do some other things here and there if you want to. But always, 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 please, please, please set your business up, set your prices up to be profitable from the start. So those are the 12 questions I wanted to share with you that you should be asking yourself when pricing your offer. Now, as I said, there are loads of other questions. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take some of those other questions I had for you and create a part two of this solo cast episode so that we can dig into some other areas as well. I wish you all the best if you have questions or if you'd like to find out more about how to work with me head on over to thepricinglady.com and check out what we have there on offer you'll find lots of episodes that will answer a lot of your questions and of course if you'd like to book that call just click on book a call and we'll get something set up. Have a great day and as always enjoy pricing everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of Live with the Pricing Lady, the podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, rate, review, and subscribe to it, then share it with your friends and colleagues. I love hearing back from you listeners. If you've got comments, questions, or topic ideas, go on over to thepricinglady.com and contact me there. Not sure where to start when it comes to improving pricing and profits? At thepricinglady.com, you can download a copy of my self-assessment pricing scorecard. Find out where it's going well and where you can begin improving. Or just simply book a discovery call with me. There we can discuss what's up with pricing in your business and how I might be able to help you. Thanks once again for joining. Remember, pricing can hurt or help your business. Let's make sure it's helping you reach your dreams. See you next time. And as always, enjoy price it.